Well, here it started. He starts establishing the rhythm. Clams pick it up and oysters. And he's feeding on lobsters, whatever. At the Walt Disney Studios from 1984 to 1994, a perfect storm of people and circumstances changed the face of animation forever. But it almost never happened. Here it is, April 9th, 1980. This is the pass to all you folks out there. And um, we're going to go inside and see what it's like. Come on. Revisions. A hundred <laughs> drawings go in the trash. <laughs> the fact is, is that the last couple of animated movies made were not particularly good. That year, we were beat out at the box office by the Care Bears movie. We knew we hit rock bottom when the studio told us that we were being kicked out of our own building. I think after that meeting, we all kind of said, we're going to make great films. The work was intense, the hours were long, and there was only one thing that could stop it all. Do you have Howard? Oh, gosh. Howard Ashman's contribution to, to Disney animation is so profound. Obviously, we, we adored him and his genius. Well, Howard, Howard was that rare um, force, uh, you know, a dramatist who understood how to use music effectively. Howard is referred to by Roy Disney as another Walt which shocked me when I was interviewing him. Was, of all people, why would Roy say this about Howard Ashman? But he was, to us and to our generation, he was a Walt Disney type. And I think Howard Ashman was the key to much of our success. He was a great storyteller. He knew how to lyrically be funny. Alan Menken's music is accessible and complicated and beautiful. And the two of them really shaped what these movies were to become. He was highly in demand, and the fact is, he chose to use his talents in animation. When I was uh, approached with an opportunity to work for Disney, period, I left at the, I said, what about animation? He came in from the outside, uh, Jewish, gay, Baltimore theater, nothing in common with us. I mean, we were all kids from Southern California. Yeah, we had been to the theater, but probably not in years, and we'd probably forced to by our parents. When he came to Disney, he was offered three projects. He was offered um, the, uh, an adaptation of the Tina Turner autobiography, I, Tina, which became What's Love Got to Do With It, uh, live action Thief of Baghdad, which found its way into our work on Aladdin, and Little Mermaid, animated musical, and he said, Little Mermaid. And that was big, that was big. And Howard comes in and says, no, no, you don't understand. Telling stories with music is central to what Disney is, and here's how you do it. Howard kind of introduced us to his way of thinking. Howard Ashman brought our entire staff into the little feature animation theater on Flower Street, which was very tiny, and we all fit in it <laughs> because there weren't very many of us. And he did kind of an oral history of the evolution of the American musical and the evolution of the Disney animated film. He sort of did these two parallel tracks and showed how they intertwined. I'm really a musical theater person and I do see a very, very strong connection between these two media. And he had all these examples and all these songs he played and all these things that he told us that, that, that uh, bolstered his point, that these two types of storytelling were made for each other, and he sold us on it. Wherever you're creating something where the songs mean, are in a context bigger than themselves, 
That's, in a sense, musical theater. Howard understood that. What would I give if I could live out of these waters? The intensity mm -hmm. is better than... What would I give is better than, than noise. Yeah. You take the, the key notes, the high notes of your story, when characters can't help but let their emotions run out, and they have to sing about it. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? So when somebody's in love and they have to sing, or when somebody's angry and the villain's out and they have to sing about it. So the songs aren't just pasted on. They're the tent poles that hold the movie up. You never had a friend like me. Big difference from what anybody else does still today. And Howard said, no, here it is. Here's six tent poles. I'm going to give them to you. They're called Belle and Be Our Guest and Beauty and the Beast and Gaston's Song. And you're going to string those tent poles up and we'll have a groovy tent to play with. I embraced it completely. I thought I th his, because how could you not? His, his stuff was so funny and tuneful and witty and such a joy to listen to. You couldn't wait to get back to the drawing board because his, his lyrics were so hilarious. They just demanded a drawing and he revolutionized in every way what we did. He was such an integral part of the creation of, of uh, those first three films, Mermaid, Beauty, and Aladdin, and there was such a hole left uh, uh, in his wake after his passing. influence on everybody. And I don't want to compare him to Walt, but on the other hand, he had that kind of influence on everybody. Before Beauty and the Beast was finished, we threw a big dog and pony show for the New York press, where we showed some of the clips from the film, and Alan sang some of the songs. I don't think we had, could have ever imagined a, a more enraptured reception to the movie and the songs. And we all were very excited about the idea of sharing this with Howard. We wanted him to hear the news. And then we all jumped in the cab and we raced downtown to St. Vincent's. We rushed from the press presentation, which, as rough as it was, was a huge success. We were high from it and we came into the cold shock of Howard dying in a hospital room. His mother pulled back the sheets to show us the Beauty and the Beast sweatshirt that he was wearing. He was 80 pounds, had lost his sight, and barely had a whisper of a voice. We shared with him what happened that day and how amazing it was, and how he was there in every way. Then, when it was time to leave, we each said our goodbyes. Before he left, I bent over and whispered, Beauty and the Beast was going to be a great success. <laughs> Who'd have thought it, I said. And Howard lit up and whispered, I would. Esteemed Monsieur, 
It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now, we invite you to relax, pull up a chair, as the dining room proudly presents your dinner. Be our guest, be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin around your neck, monsieur, and we'll provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvre, sir, we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff, it's delicious, don't believe me, ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance, after all, sir, this is France. And our dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your man, you take a glance and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. Fragout, cheese souffle, pie and pudding au flambé. We'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. Yes, you're cold, yes, you're wet, but we'll help you to forget. You all know outside it's storming when the silverware's performing. He tells jokes, I do tricks with my fellow candlesticks. And, and it's, it's all in perfect taste that, that you can bear. Come on and lift your glass, you've won your own free pass to be our guest. If you're stressed, it's fine dining we suggest. Be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. Life is so unnerving for a servant who's not serving. He's not all without a soul to wait upon. Ah, oh, those good old days when we were useful. Suddenly those good old days are gone. Ten years we've been rusting, needing so much more than dusting, needing exercise, a chance to use our skills. Most days we just lay around the castle. Flabby, fat, and lazy, you walked in and oops a daisy. It's a guest, it's a guest, sakes alive, we'll all be blessed. Wine's been poured and thank the Lord, I've had the napkins freshly pressed. With dessert, you won't tea, and my dear, that's fine with me. While the cups do their soft shoeing, I'll be bubbling, I'll be brewing, I'll get warm, piping hot, every shake is at a spot. Clean it up, we want the company impressed. We've got a lot to do, is it one last? I'm for two, for you our guest. He's our guest. Be our guest, be our guest. Our command is your request. It's ten years since we've had anybody here, and we're obsessed with your meal, with your ease. Yes, indeed, we aim to please. While the candlelight's still glowing, let us help you. We'll keep going, course by course, one by one. Till you shot in a fine gun Then we'll sing you off to sleep as you digest Tonight you'll prop your feet up But for now, sir, eat up Be our guest, be our guest Be our guest, please, be Start with. 
dialogue, dialogue. Dialogue, dialogue. More dialogue.
and dream to stay this lazy and play like crazy. Babcat, Omar, Alad, Cassie. Tie your napkin round your neck, monsieur, and we provide the rest. Soup toujours, hot or dove, sir, we only live to serve. Try the grist of it's delicious, don't believe me, ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance, after all, sir, this is France, and the dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your man, you take a glance and then you'll be our guest, we our guest, be our guest. Pique cheese souffle, pie and pudding and pâté. We'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. Yes, you're cold, yes, you're wet, but we'll help you to forget. You won't know outside it's storming when the silverware's performing. He tells jokes, I do tricks with my fellow candlesticks. And it's all in perfect taste that you can bet. Come on and lift your glass, you've won your own free pass to be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. Not so long ago, sir, this was our career, like the chandelier, ah, oh, what atmosphere, serving you, we can recapture yesteryear, where's the lid, let's see what have we here, oh my dear, this is fish, this is not but you like it quite a lot. Slice it thickly, eat it quickly, it's much better when it's not. Try the bread, try the soup, when the croutons look delicious. It's a treat for any diner, don't believe me, ask the China singing bill. Dancing bill, what an entertaining bill. How could anyone be gloomy or depressed? We'll make the shot on call and send us out for more. So be our guest, be our guest. Life is so unnerving for a servant who's not serving. He's not whole without a soul to wait upon. Ah, those good old days when we were useful. 
Suddenly those good old days are gone. Ten years we've been rusting, needing so much more than dusting, needing exercise, a chance to use our skills. Most days we just lay around the castle. Flappy, fat, and lazy, you walked in and observed as it's a guest, it's a guest, sakes alive, we'll all be blessed. Wine's been poured and thank the Lord, I've had the napkins freshly pressed. With dessert, he'll walk tea, and my dear, that's fine with me. While the cups do their soft shoeing, I'll be bubbling, I'll be brewing. I can warm, piping hot, heaven's sake, is that a spot? Clean it up, we want the company impressed. Song as old as rhyme, beauty and the beast. 
as old as rhyme, beauty and the beast. Off to the cupboard with you now, Chip. It's past your bedtime. Good night, love. Get there. 
way, believe it, princesses get their way. That was very rough. Who does she think she is? Why, that girl is tangled with the wrong man. No one says no to Gaston. Darn right. Dismissed. Rejected. Publicly humiliated. Why, it's more than I can bear. More beer? What for? Nothing helps. I'm disgraced. Who, you? Never. Gaston, you've got to pull yourself together. Gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Gaston. Looking so down in the dumps. Every guy here'd love to be you, Gaston, even when taking your lumps. There's no man in town as admired as you. You're everyone's favorite guy. Everyone's awed and inspired by you. And it's not very hard to see why. No one's slick as Gaston, no one's quick as Gaston, no one's neck's as incredibly thick as Gaston, for there's no man in town half as manly, perfect a pure paragon. You can ask any Tom, Dick, or Stanley, and they'll tell you whose team they'd prefer to be on. No one's been like Gaston, a kingpin like Gaston. No one's got a swell cleft in his chin like Gaston. As a specimen, yes, I'm intimidating. My, what a guy that Gaston. Give five hurrahs, give twelve pippins. Gaston is the best and the rest is all trips. No in a wrestling match nobody fights like Gaston for there's no one as burly and brawny as you see I've got biceps to spare not a bit of him scraggly or scrawny that's right and every last inch of me's covered with hair no one hits like Gaston matches wits like Gaston in a spitting match nobody spits like Gaston I'm especially good at expectorating to Ten points for Gaston! When I was a lad, I ate four dozen eggs every morning to help me get large. And now that I'm grown, I eat five dozen eggs, so I'm roughly the size of a barge. Who plays dice like Gaston? Who breaks hearts like Gaston? Who's much more than the sum of his parts like Gaston? When I hunt, I sneak up with my quiver, and the beasts of the field say a prayer. First I carefully aim for the liver, then I shoot from behind. Is that fair? I don't care. No one shoots like Gaston, makes those views like Gaston. And goes tromping around wearing boots like Gaston. I use antlers in all of my decorating. Say it again, who's a man among men? And let's say it once more, who's the hero next door? Who's a super success, don't you know? Can't you guess? Ask his fans and his five hangers on. There's just one guy in town who's got all of it And his name's G-A-S-T-I-E-G-A-S-T-I-E Oh,
something the matter with me. I just don't see how a world that can make such wonderful things can be bad. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? Look at this troll, treasures untold. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, you'd think Sure, she's got everything. I got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down a, what's that word again? Street. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free, wish I could be part of that world. What would I give if I could live out of these waters? What would I pay to spend a day warm on the sand? Betcha on land. They understand that they don't reprimand their daughters. Bright young women 
sick of swimming, ready to stand. And ready to know what the people know. Ask them my questions and get some answers. What's a fire and why does it, what's the word? In my turn, wouldn't I love, love to explore that shore up above, out of the sea? Wish I could be part of that That's what I live for. That's what I do. To help poor, unfortunate merfolk like yourself. Poor souls with no one else to turn to. I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. They weren't kidding when they called me, well, a witch. But you'll find that nowadays I've mended all my ways. Repented, seen the light, and made a switch to yeah. And I fortunately know a little magic. It's a talent that I always have possessed. And here lately, please don't laugh. I use it on behalf of the miserable, lonely, and depressed. Pathetic, poor, unfortunate souls in pain, in need. This one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl. Do I help them? Yes, indeed. Those poor, unfortunate souls, so sad, so true. They come flocking to my cauldron, crying spells, Ursula, please, and I help them. I do. Now it's happened once or twice that someone couldn't pay the price, and I'm afraid I've had to rake across the coals. Yes, I've had the odd complaint, but on the whole, I've been a saint to those poor, unfortunate souls. Here's the deal. I'll make you a potion that will turn you into a human for three days. Got that? Three days. Now listen, this is important. Before the sun sets on the third day, you've got to get dear old Prince to fall in love with you. Specifically, he's got to kiss you. Not just any kiss, the special kiss, the kiss of true love. And if he does kiss you before the sun sets on the third day, you'll remain a human permanently. And if he doesn't, you turn back into a mermaid. And you belong to me. No, Ariel, don't be stupid. Don't listen to her. She'll... Have we got a deal? If I become human, I'll never be with my father or sisters again. That's right. <laughs> but you'll have your man. Life's full of tough choices, isn't it? Come on, I know you need a little magic. And magic is my specialty du jour. Don't just stand there looking sick. Would I kid you play a trick? Like I told you, I don't do that anymore. So I think you ought to take my little bargain. Yes, I think you ought to make my little deal. Sure, it's hard to leave your life, but you could be a prince's wife. Why don't you let me take that dream and make it real? Come on, you poor unfortunate soul. Poor child, poor fish. Oh, 
one to a lady you can trust, won't you let me grant your wish, you poor unfortunate soul, poor sweet, poor dear. Aren't you lucky that I'm ready with a potion and a plan? Aren't you glad you came and asked if I can help you? And I can. When a mermaid comes to Ursula, she always gets her man. You poor unfortunate soul. Oh, 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 I almost forgot. We haven't discussed the subject of payment. You know, you can't get something for nothing. But I don't have any. I'm not asking much. Just a token, really, a trifle. You'll never even miss it. What I want from you is your voice. My voice? You got it, sweet cakes. No more talking, singing, zip. Without my voice, how can I... You'll have your looks, your pretty face, and don't underestimate the importance of body language. <laughs> the men up there don't like a lot of blabber. They think a girl who gossips is a bore. Yes, on land it's much preferred for ladies not to say a word, and after all, dear, what is idle prattle for? Come on, then! Not all that impressed with conversation. True gentlemen avoid it when they can. Her tongue who gets her man You, you, you Poor unfortunate soul Go ahead Make your choice I'm a very busy woman And I haven't got all day It won't cost much Just your voice You, poor unfortunate soul It's sad But true If you want to cross a bridge My speed, you've got to pay the toll Take a gulp and take a breath And go ahead and sign the scroll Got some jets and now I Boys, the boss is on a roll. This poor, unfortunate Somebody else's lake You dream about going up there But that is a big mistake Just look at the world around you Right here on the ocean floor Such wonderful things around you What more is you looking for? Under the sea Under the sea Down then it's better Down where it's wetter Take it from me Up on the shore they work all day out in the sun, they slave away. Why we be boating full time? You floating under the sea. Oh yeah. Down here, all the fish is hopping as all through the waves they roll. The fish on the land they hopping. They start cause they in the bowl. But fish in the bowl is lucky. They in for a world of fish. One day when the boss get hungry, guess who gonna be on the plate? Oh no, under the sea, under the sea. Nobody beat us, fry us and eat us in fricassee. We what the land folks loves to cook. Under the sea we off the hook. 
We got no troubles, life is the bubbles under the sea. Under the sea. Since life is easier, we got to be here naturally. Even the searching and delay, they get the earth to start to play. We got to steer it, you got to hear it under the sea. The news play, the fruits, the cut play, the harp, the plays, play the bass, and they sound in track. The bass play, the brass, the jug play, the top, the fluke is the duca's soul. And the radius can play the links on the strings, the trout, rocky mouse, the blackfish, the things, the smelt and the brass, they know where it passed, and all that blowfish blow. Exotic type mammals 
got a zoo, I'm telling you, it's a world-class menagerie. Prince Ali, wonderful he, Ali Ababwa. He's a saint, quite a parade for you to see. So get on out in that street. Got someone who wants you to meet. Come on, start kissing the feet of Prince Ali. There's no question this Ali's impressive. Though his entourage may be excessive, all those elephants at once can quite unnerve one. Still, the guy gives a parade new meaning, and the sight of all those peacocks preening. He's a prince without a beer, and we deserve one. Prince Ali, handsome is he, Ali Ababwa. Never boring, everything can nice man just we get the dresses. Well, get on he's out, a winner, he's a winner, he's a wonder just, just He's a bad for my heart asunder Gawk and, and I absolutely stare away he dresses He's got 95 white Persian monkeys He's got the monkeys, let's see the monkeys And to view them, he charges no fee He's generous, so generous He's got slaves, he's got servants and flunkies Proud to work for him, him. bow to his whim Love serving him, they're just lousy with loyalty To Ali Ali, Prince Ali, Amaris, he, Ali Ababwa. Heard your princess was a sight lovely to see. And that good people is why he got dolled up and dropped by. With 60 elephants, llamas galore, with his bears and lions, a brass band and more, with his 40 fakers, his cooks, his bakers, his birds that warble on key, make way. For Prince Ali! Oi! Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck! All of his movies were fairy tales. There you see her, sitting there across the way. She don't got a lot to say, but there's something about her. The real heritage of, of Howard is that he actually taught us how to make our movies sing again. On airplanes and in airports and in restaurants and on the telephone, people are playing Beauty and the Beast or they're playing something from one of the movies all the time. And it's one of those things, it's just, it's part of life now. And you don't know why, but you're dying to try, you wanna kiss the girl. But as great as a, a, a lyricist as he was, I think that uh, if he had been able to live longer and do a lot more work, he, he might have been the great musical book writer of our time. Yes, you want her, you look at her, you know what you do. Possibly she wants you to. There's one way to ask her. Um, we talked about um, fairy tales before, but in um, children's theater with Isabel Berger, he had done Aladdin, and he had done uh, Beauty and the Beast. You know, whether it was you know Little Mermaid or Beauty or Aladdin or any of these things, he 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 just had a a simpatico uh, uh, creativity that that just instantly plugged into these movies. And he was so certain that he was right about it. I mean, it, it and, and was. <laughs> Howard's interest and the place of our greatest need was in feature animation. It was one, it's a marriage made in heaven.
I like to think today that, you know, at, for Disney Animation, which has enjoyed, you know, such an extraordinary renaissance, that we have two guardian angels. One is Walt Disney, who sits over one shoulder and truly touches every frame of every movie that we make today. And the other is Howard, who sits over the other shoulder and touches every musical note that we hear of every movie today and will for decades to come. Sing with me now. Before I left, I'd been over and whispered, Beauty and the Beast was going to be a great success. Who'd have thought it, I said. And Howard lit up and whispered, I would have. Never be found 